How artificial is artificial intelligence? The following video concerns the phenomenon of so-called artificial intelligence. Not as a speculative possibility, but first and foremost as a political image that has a corresponding economic and political actuality, which precedes and must precede a merely philosophical interpretation of it. In brief, the autonomy of artificial intelligence, that is, the self part of its supposed self-organization, which as we all see is often touted as becoming autonomous even from humanity itself, is a pure mystification. If we were to truly gaze upon these machines as the computational prisons of labor that they are, we would be justified in shuddering before their falsity, in recognition that we too are confined and encelled within their cybernated zones of control. The following discussion is not an argument, a disputation, or even a call for debate, but the polemic against the ruling class of our cyberpunk present, before the act of philosophy proper can begin, the formation of concepts in a manner hostile to the order of things. Artificial intelligence is all the rage these days, or so they say. It's the new revolution that's got all of the luminaries of the ruling class and the Silicon Valley libertarians just creaming themselves in a mixture of religious awe, that is, ecstasy and terror. The promise of AI has had everyone from the genocidal elder beast of the Pax Americana, one Henry Kissinger, who will sadly in all likelihood still be alive at the time of publication, the former Google CEO Eric Schmidt, and the Dean of the MIT Schwarzman College of Computing, Daniel Hudenlocker. And of course, academia proves itself to be a site of well-funded idiocy as per usual. And they've even put out books and articles on the coming AI revolution. They speak of a process by which inanimate objects start to learn and self-organize, and maybe even achieving that magical god of the gaps, emergent consciousness. Now let us not jump ahead here though, let us hear out the revolutionary tribunal of the AI explosion. These happy few carried ahead to such conclusions by the unfolding history of statecraft, innovation, and uh, academia. They boldly start by declaring that, heretofore, digital evolution has relied on human beings to create the software and analyze the data that are so profoundly affecting our lives. Recent advances have recast this process. AI has made it possible to automate an extraordinary range of tasks, and has done so by enabling machines to play a role, an increasingly decisive role, in drawing conclusions from data and then taking action. AI draws lessons from its own experience, unlike traditional software which can only support human reasoning. The growing transfer of judgment from human beings to machines denotes the revolutionary aspect of AI. These three do not believe that humanity has made AI in our image, no, far from it. The revolution is inhuman, nay, post-human. They actually go so far as to proclaim that the word intelligence does not adequately explain what is occurring here. I wholeheartedly agree with our triumvirate of cybernetic triumph. They go on to say that to ascribe human qualities to AI is totally out of order, and clearly high on the vapors of the great mysteries of their subject, they proclaim that AI is comparable to the great classical oracle of Delphi, which left to human beings the interpretation of its cryptic messages about human destiny. What a task! Our ruling classes will surely make of themselves a new priestly caste to determine the great transcendent and transhuman prophecies of the infant AI we have before us. 
The trilogy of manic mysteria we are thinking of here have provided their own examples of the AI revolution, and it's not too hard to see where Kissinger was clearly in dictation. They speak of the challenge AI poses for national security, because they have already assumed it's novel creativity, it's the hip new thing you see. The Butcher of Cambodia writes that if AI develops new weapons, strategies and tactics by simulation and other clandestine methods, control becomes elusive, if not impossible. The premises of arms control based on disclosure will alter. Adversaries' ignorance of AI-developed configurations will become a strategic advantage, an advantage that will be sacrificed at a negotiating table where transparency as to capabilities is a prerequisite. The opacity and also the speed of the cyber world may overwhelm current planning models. Henry, you elder demon of empire, isn't that what you'd all want? A weapon system that is smarter than you, which you can't control, and which therefore absolves you of all of your genocidal guilt? These people believe they are halfway to Skynet, as if Kissinger himself was not a cog in a machine which to this day wages automated and mechanized war that seizes humanity. Then again, this is a risk denying Henry the agency that he so desperately wants to deny of himself, that he will always be an enemy agent. The second example follows from Schmidt, of course, on behalf of the Google Home and Amazon Alexa, those great data harvesting convenience machines. He thinks that people start to treat digital assistants and AI pets like humans, and so we will acquire an intimacy with machines that equally grants them an unlimited surveillance capacity. The cheek of this fucker is astounding, and to claim that AI is doing all of this of its own accord, self-organizing, self-arranging, whilst he has been the person who has been shoving it down our throats for god knows how long in the name of his own financial and class interests. Once again, we have a man who alienates his entire role in all of this, as if his intelligence was the real thing that was artificial, and that the AI was pure self-organization unburdened by humanity. The following section is clearly Hootenlocker, he worries about diminished trust via inauthentic news and videos, in the new possibilities it opens up for terrorism, and in the weakened democratic systems due to AI manipulation, and perhaps even a reduction of opportunities of human work due to automation. Now this third horn of the Trinity is clearly an administrator of the academy because he accepts the automation of teaching as an inevitability, which conveniently rids him of those pesky laborers, and instead concerns himself with regulating it. And of course, People like him will have to be the human vanguard. Every horrific new regime needs a collaborator to calm the beast down. Eh? It takes all this for our three fountainheads of the future to declare that the AI revolution is the greatest philosophical shift since the Reformation, where the unifying ideas of Christendom shattered and the intellectual world, which apparently does not exceed the borders of Europe, unsurprisingly, required the scientific rationalism of the Enlightenment to recover itself. Yet, no Kant or Hegel should be enough to conquer the philosophical rupture that AI has bequeathed to us, as they conclusively prophesize that the phenomenon of machine that assists or possibly even surpasses humans in mental labor and can help predict and shape outcomes is unique in human history. The Enlightenment philosopher Immanuel Kant ascribed truth to the impact of the structure of the human mind on all observed reality. As they say, AI's truth is more contingent and ambiguous. It modifies itself as it acquires and analyzes data. It modifies itself as it acquires and analyzes data. Hmm. Well, at this, we are expected to be in awe of the task before us. How are we to be worthy of the coming cyber nation? How do we control our fear, become captains of our soul and our destiny once more, and seize the accelerated day before the AI revolution? There remains but one problem with this vision, however. 
It's all bollocks. All of it. These so-called people sit in awe at the inhumanity of the AI revolution when it is nothing but human. They worry about a world of work without the worker, but as Phil Jones pointed out in their brilliant book on the subject, the acquisition and analysis of data is anything but inhuman. Through new forms of so-called micro-work, where people are paid minimal amounts for tasks where they verify, edit, or produce data such as the checking of the veracity of search engine results, or identifying elements such as faces or cars and images, this is how datasets are produced. Many of these datasets are produced for companies like Clearview AI that train software on such data and sell it to immigration and customs enforcement in the United States. Who does this micro-work for? All sorts of people, from students, but increasingly those in refugee camps. Those cast out by the violence of empire and contained in an indefinite hell by the violence of the border. I quote Jones here. It is a grim irony that the refugees who use microwork sites are effectively forced to create the very technology that directly oppresses them. Artificial intelligence is not artificial. It is real, living, machinically enslaved humanity. Data is a recording, a surplus, a residuum of activity, of cognitive and physical motion that exists after the process. Data is dead labor that returns to the form of algorithmic systems of control and communication. Data is the hot new commodity of a speculative future. It has a fantastic marketing campaign that even its own psychophants such as our cadre of evil above have bought into because they cannot confront the human element, which is inextricable from the process of production. They dare to obscure their own role in this, as well as the workers' role in this, because otherwise it would be the same accelerated capitalist monster as always. Data production may not always be backbreaking, but it produces a commodity which can be speculated upon and sold. Even in the imperial core, where consumption is itself considered an act of economic health, that our consumption produces data reveals it to be a production of a surplus that can itself be sold. The AI revolutionaries don't want it to be a political question, but they have sublimated it into how they will save themselves. They have told us a ghost story in order to inflate their bravery and to obscure the slave hidden within the mechanical Turk. On May the 1st, 2023, 150 workers from ChatGPT, Facebook, and TikTok have unionized. Workers who the tech giants would rather you didn't know existed. That's the trick. They're not selling you AI. They never needed to. They sold themselves the image, and now they have to sell it to you to get you to buy in. The image of a future sells just as well as the real thing, and that is why they have no intention at all of delivering a future for any of us. It's just now that the salesmen believe their own bullshit because they're surrounded by people who are paid to tell them how very smart they are, and people who can't survive without their patronage will never say no to them. And if you're Henry fucking Kissinger, you literally carpet bomb the opposition. AI makes no fucking data. Labor and the social relations that command it are the source of all data. Everything else is mere recycling. AI is not making itself smarter through us. Rather, we are sending the surplus of our consumption and our activities to have them sold back to us and mediated by the same human hands we don't want to think about in the Imperial Core. And as user interfaces and deluded tech pro marketing become smoother, it will be harder to see the cracks where a human could appear, because we all know less about how these things work. If we are not ourselves dispossessed and forced behind the curtain of AI bullshit and its data mines. AI is not getting smarter on its own. It isn't even getting smarter. It's being steered, habituated, programmed by the same hands that were always the input. Us. The reason why Kissinger, Schmidt, and Hootenlocker think that AI isn't human is because, like all other functionaries of the ruling class, they don't think you're human either. 
AI is a lie. It is more human than most people care to know. The only thing artificial about it is its artificiality. It is not self-organized. It learns nothing on its own. Those who tell you otherwise are marks for a marketing campaign. Maybe some believe in the idea of Roko's Basilisk, that a despotic AI god is inevitable, and therefore it is in one's best interest to further its coming into being to save oneself from a thousand cybernetic hells. This is a convenient prophecy which reveals their rationality as all it will ever be. A Pascal's wager for the collaborator, the quizzling of the new imperial death machines.